non-stop talk radio. Streaming 24 hours a day. TalkZone.com. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. Our guest today, Rosemary Altea, author of A Matter of Life and Death. If you have a question, send it to Q at MasteringOurselves.com. You know, i got a few little stories on the, the subjects we're talking about. Um, years ago, my former wife, she was a phenomenal trans medium also, and um, this is when we first met. And this weird guy came to the door. I was back in the yard doing something, and and uh, he asked for a reading. It was all sort of uh, nervous. And um, so my wife, I mean, she could tell me what I'm thinking, what I did, and everything back then. It was just really, it, it was I wasn't even in this league yet. And um, so she went completely dumb. And the guy asked her all kinds of questions, and she just gave him real. Uh, Narrowed, narrowed down, like trimmed up answers, hardly an answer at all. And so she wouldn't wouldn't accept his money, and she sent him on his way. And we found out uh, with the radio and TV later on that night that he he was a killer, just killed somebody. Jeez. And if she identified him, she probably would have been killed. So right. spirit shut her off. Right. Isn't that something? Okay. Did that happen to me once? Um, uh, and unfortunately, I was in the house by myself. <laughs> Ooh, that's scary. <laughs> I have to tell you, and I, um, well, my daughter, actually, my daughter was there. She was, she was young at the time, and she was in bed, and I had this guy come for, for a consultation, and, uh, he, uh, he asked me about a, a boy who, in his neighborhood, who had been murdered, and could I tell him anything about it? And it seemed to be, uh, you know, sort of a fairly normal question. Yeah. And I suddenly I looked at his hands, and I had a vision of him with his hands around a young boy's neck mm. and strangling him. Yeah. And it was as plain as plain could be. And I looked at the guy, and I'm thinking, he wants to know if I know he did it. Oh, boy. And I just looked at him and I said, no, I couldn't possibly tell you anything about that. Smart. <laughs> but what else would I do? Yeah, really. And I, you know, and I, I finished the consultation fairly quickly and um, moved on. Out the door. But um, I, I looked at his hands and suddenly I, could, I had this clear vision of him in a back alley with this boy mm-hmm. who was only about five or six years old actually the sick and people of the world pardon the sick people of the world let me take you to another place though mm-hmm. i noticed uh, you told quite a story about a woman who had uh was in her second marriage and it was um uh they her and her husband were having major tussles they were with the husband's son and wife and they were all on a vacation up in the wild somewhere you've really read this book well haven't you yes let me let me finish here (laughs) because there's a particular point i want to make here and talk about so the husband and wife are tussling severely and finally she says that's it i'm done i'm out of here i'm not going to do this anymore with you I'm going back to the cabin, getting my stuff, and I'm leaving. I, you know, I'm, we're getting a divorce. 
he's so so wrapped up in his ego and so wrapped up in his uh, bullheadedness, he marches off to his son and says, she's gone back, and they look at him and say, are you crazy? She could easily get into trouble. I mean, like with wild animals and things. So he heads back the, uh, to find her to make sure she gets back to the cabin Angry safe. about it. Just fuming. They end up in this big tussle, and she ends up falling over the cliff to her death. So we, we now go forward, and the daughter comes to Rosemary who says, what happened to my mother? Now, this is the point that I really wanted to make. The mother comes to Rosemary and says to her here and shows her exactly. Mother's in spirit. Yeah, in spirit. Shows me exactly what I just told you. That was what happened. She says, however, she says, I do not want my daughter to know that it was my uh, my husband that did this because it doesn't matter anymore. And I don't want this to be what the rest of her life will be about. And the point is, is that when we go into spirit, these things that we hook into on the physical plane, in spirit, we don't hook into them in the same way as we do here. That's very true. Um, you know, people come to me, you know, they've had somebody who was murdered. I, I actually was on the Lisa Gibbons uh, TV show um, a few years ago, two or three years ago. And they had a show where they brought on uh, all of the families of people who were murdered in one way or another. And, of course, I was there, and uh, there were a couple of de- detectives in the audience, private detectives who would... And they, and they basically asked me what, you know, what, if anything, could I tell them to help, sometimes to find the bodies of people, sometimes to find the murder of people. Um I think it's very, very important that that um, we should remember those of us who do this kind of work that you know it's it's not our job to play detective. Um, if someone is missing, then we should, I think, if we can, we should help to do something about that. Yeah, for call to do it. Yes. Yeah, I, I you know, but I mean, you know, when. When uh, I've spoken to people in the spirit world who've been murdered, and, and I've spoken to many, many, and they, you know, and th- their families have come to me because they want to know the culprit. Uh, often, those people in the spirit world will say, you know, how we die does not matter, and you know, when God calls us, we come. And I personally believe, from my years of experience in this field, that. None of us goes before our time. So whether we are murdered, we are killed, whether we die in our bed of old age. Nice, yeah. Um, I think that we go when it is our time and not before. Like we, we, we've already, the, we already chose the time. Yes. And it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter if it looks like an accident. It isn't. It, nothing is an accident. I mean, we are all on the same page here, aren't we? We all know that there are no such things as accidents. But sometimes the way that we that we pass, the the trauma that we go through. Yeah. I'm I'm going to say something here now that you know I I do not want to offend anyone in your audience, but sometimes the gift of a violent passing is that the the soul has an experience which it can learn from, it can strive to be better from. Um, so some you know sometimes. Although we see something as a trauma, it can often turn out to be a gift. 
Yeah, it could clear a lot of karma, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, you know, again, it's a tough thing to say yes. to someone who's lost someone in trauma. It's a very tough thing, perhaps, for people to understand. But there are no accidents, and, uh, you know, God determines, that, you know, not only the time that we go, but the way that we go also. Right. You know, they say the ways of God are mysterious, but that's if you don't understand how the ways of God are. The more, true. the more enlightened you get, the more psychic you get, the more right with life you get, the more you begin to understand the mysteries that everyone else thinks is mysteries and you used to think as mysteries. They begin piece by piece to be dismantled and clarified and you begin to understand this is how life works. That's exactly right. And you know that wonderful phrase, let go and get, let, sorry, let go and let God. I mean, you know, uh, the people in the spirit world, are often saying that all the time to me, you know, tell my mom, let go and let God, just yeah. let, let God, let God make the decisions. Sometimes we, no matter how much we question, we're never going to come up with the answer except to understand that, you know, the answer is that, you know, this is determined, there is a higher power than us determining these things. Uh, I wanted to say a little, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a soul healer for quite a few years, and I just want to say this one little thing. Um, a, a local gal, I live in Hawaii here, and one of the gals came, and she was all, she, you could see it, she was in the same sort of town. We'd see her from time to time. She was always upset about her marriage. So she came for a session. You know, people say, yeah, Keith could do pretty good. Okay. So she came, and I, I explained to her, the dynamics, what's going on inside of her, what's going on inside of her husband, and um, why she's in the dynamics. And I said, you know, your soul is in these lessons. Here's a few past lives that is being dealt with and these issues that come with it. And um, so, frankly, it looks like it would be best for you to stay with him to keep honing down these lessons, even though it's very unfun. She really didn't want to hear that. She, after a few months, went on and divorced him. And then she came back later on and said, you know what? You were right. Oh, dear. She did, you know, maybe I failed my job by not gluing the pieces together clear enough for her. Uh, but, you know, so some well, people... Well, you know, Keith, you, you know, don't be, don't be so hard on yourself. You know, we, we can only do so much. Right. And you know, people are responsible for their own lives, and it's not our job to take on the responsibility of somebody else's decisions in what they do or don't do. Absolutely and, true. And again, you know, whatever she did, she's, you know, it's a learning process for all of us. Right. And so this was her learning process, too. Sure. I noticed in your book you comment about uh, how our guides can give us the information, but we still have the free will, even if it means... We keep going through the same patterns over and over again until we learn them. Of course. I mean, you know. <laughs> how I, many if, of us? Let how, me tell you, if, if you could hear Grey Eagle's voice now, if you could hear him, he's laughing because I have to tell you, there's, there's so many times that he's, you know, made suggestions that I do this or this and and I've been stubborn enough to, to ignore him and think, no, I'm going to do this my way. And I can guarantee you that my way is never the best way. Yeah. But, but you know, he laughs because doing it my way and making a mistake 
means that I learn. You know, Gregor once said to me many years ago, you know, um, if I were to, he was referring to him and his teachings with me, and he said, you know, if I were to smooth her path and leave no wrinkles, where would her learning process be? Really and true. That's exactly right. It's it's not his job to smooth my path. It's, right. You know, he's, he's he's my teacher. Right. You know, it's like. Um, uh, a problem in life like math or something, if somebody just says this and this means this and you don't ever think about it, you don't get into it, That's right. It's you're not challenged. But if you're challenged to figure out something where you might not have all the pieces given to you, then you develop. That's right. And, you know, life generally is a challenge for all of us, isn't it? We could have one whole program all about that, couldn't we? Yeah. One whole who, show just about life's challenges. Who out there could deny that? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you also talk about the value of dreams. And are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, we had a big noise. I didn't know what it was. Uh, the value of dreams and how we can use dreams to get communication from our guide. Do you want to talk about that a moment? Yes, I think, you know, there are different kinds of dreams that we have. But one of the most interesting kinds of dreams, that we have precognitive dreams, which means that um, for these people in the spirit world or someone in the spirit world will come to us in our dream state and forewarn us of something or give us information about something. Um, it's called precognitive, and so we're prepared. They don't come to frighten us, they come to prepare us. Um, but many dreams, you know, are dreams that will teach us something, that will tell us something, um, that, you know, we can learn from. Um, there are messages in our dreams. Uh, and another kind of dream, which I always find fascinating, is that dream, you know, when you wake up and you say, you know, my mother came to visit me. I, I, I saw him in my dream. Right. You know, I was only dreaming, and then, and then, but it was so real. But it was only a dream. But it was so real. Right. It was only a dream. You know, when, you, when you're saying to yourself over and over, but it was so real, you know, often in our dream states, we, our, our soul, our spirit, leaves our body and is able to travel. And at the same time, our loved ones in the spirit world are able to travel. And we have this kind of a wonderful meeting place where we see each other, we're with each other, we're together again. But when we wake up, when we come out of that dream state and we wake up, you know, it seems to us to be only a dream. But it isn't a dream. These are real visits from those we love. Yep, I believe it. You know, I notice... um that deja vu is usually a, an experience that happens when you've actually really profoundly dreamt something. Oftentimes you don't remember the dream, but you went through the dream and then you went through the actual physical action of it, the coincidence or whatever, and it was the same as the dream, and so it's a deja vu because of that. Well, you know that scientists have a have a perfect explanation for deja vu, don't you? No. They, 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 well, our brain, this is actually a fact, this is a true fact, that our brain, every so many seconds or something, shuts down for a moment. So our conscious mind 
will not register something, but our subconscious mind will. And then when we when we then when we come back into our full consciousness, we re, we our subconscious says, "Oh, I've been here before," but it, it's actually just the blanking out of the conscious brain. Keith is gets, Keith gets is over. Keith, I don't believe it necessarily. But. No, Keith is over here shaking his head, going, "I don't, I don't buy that, that one. Did, I don't buy it either." Did you hear me? Did hear me say the scientists say this, didn't you? Yeah. I'm saying. This. <laughs> okay. I got gotcha. you. I'm saying this, but but um, but it's the fact that sometimes when we have these experiences, it, it may be that, but there are other times when, of course, it's much more than that. I mean, you know, um, and again, when we're talking about dreams, we're talking about precognitive dreams. We got to take a break here. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. And our guest today, Rosemary Altea, author of A Matter of Life and Death. We have more to come after the break. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. <laughs> 